Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bitter Rivals podcast. This should be a more lively episode than it's going to be episode 26 here, but it's probably not going to be. The Montreal Canadiens are in the Stanley Cup final still, but only on the technicality that game four hasn't happened yet. That's the only reason. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's looking more and more and more like, like, like it's over. I'm sorry, but oh, I told you, you, so. you, you you don't need to apologize. They're the fucking they're the best team in the league by a Tampa mile. Bay, yeah, yeah. Well, like it's it's not close. I've kind of said that they have that high end skill, like the Everywhere. Toronto Maple Leafs. Like you know what? I, no, but like they have that high end skill. Uh, like goal scoring prowess in Braden Point and obviously Nikita Kucherov is on a whole nother fucking planet right now. Yeah. But then they also have Steven Stamp. Like they got they got talent up front, but then they also have that shut down. Yeah, they have the best style that the, in the league. like the Vegas and the and the Montreal Canadians pl- play with. You know yeah. what I mean? They have yeah, both. They got the best of both worlds. It's unbelievable. They're and the best goalie that's in the they, world. That's what twenty million extra dollars in cap space will do. Because, like, their their bottom pairing could comfortably slot into most teams as, like, top four without question. But, like yeah, you said, yeah. No, their seven and eight could probably slot into a lot of teams' top four. Yeah. Like, their number eight D-man is Luke Shen. Yeah. He's not that bad. Like, no. he, 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 he went, he played, like, full-time minutes with them last year when they won a cup. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, um, it's just. Yeah, it's, they're just, like. So Toronto had obvious weaknesses. Winnipeg had obvious weaknesses. Vegas had not as obvious weaknesses, but there were there. There were some there. And like with Tampa, there's just nothing. There's no weakness. Like there's just nothing to exploit. There's no like, if this happens, they might not win. Like there's nothing. They are just, they just win hockey games. That's what they do. Can't argue with you, man. Um, Like... Uh, yeah, from from top to bottom too. Like I said, they got the back, end, they got the front end skill. Sorry, and then they have such a solid defensive core, like yeah. just so unbelievably good. Like Chernak, who the hell is that guy? Like where the hell did he come from? Honestly, but he's just fucking solid. He's so solid. Jan Ruda, who the hell is that? I swear they just fucking make these guys in a fucking factory down there. It's ridiculous. And then obviously Sergeyev and Hedman are just a couple of beasts. and McDonough and McDonough. Sorry, I forgot yeah. about McDonough. Yeah. yeah, like like that's what I mean. Like I forgot about McDonough. Yeah. And then like and then, the, like the the, well, the cherry on top is Andre Vasilevsky deciding he just doesn't want to lose hockey games anymore. Yeah. Like, if you if someone from the future came to me, like, right now and said, like, Vasilevsky wins 82 games next season in the regular season, I'd be like, yeah, I don't doubt it. Like, he could do that. Yeah. That, yeah. That he's insane. Um. Wow. Yeah. I am seeing a tweet right now from Arpon Basu. Have you seen this tweet? Oh, boy. A lot of time devoted to power play this morning, going on half an hour and counting right now, working on 5v4, 5v3, even 4v3 after the fiasco in game two. This is unusually long for power play work. 
And then four minutes later, he tweets, Dominique Ducharme has left the ice, Carey Price follows, and practice appears to be essentially over. The Canadians did nothing but power play work. Those not on the power play spent the whole time standing around shooting on net. This is strange. Well, okay. I just... There is nothing the Canadians can do to win these, the game. They're not going to. Like, there, there is nothing. Like, this is essentially practice for next season. Like, this is just, you know, the boys putting in some fucking power play reps. So, like, next year when we go, like... I don't think if you're Dominique Ducharme, you can just give up like that. I know, like, you're down 3 nothing and you're not going to win this series, but you can't just give up. Even for the sake of your own fucking job, for Christ's sakes. I mean... I mean, his job's the interim head coach. He's He's done his best he can, but, like... Uh, well, first of all, I don't think he's going to get the coaching job full out. I, I don't think so. Uh, even if, well, I think he win, if he wins the cup, he has to. That's just, I don't make the rules. That's just how it works. But, like, I didn't really think he would uh, keep the job for next season. And, yeah, I've, I've I don't want to say he's lost the room, but, like, I think the room is lost just in general. Dude, you're in the Stanley Cup final. You can't say that. You're down three nothing to the one of the greatest NHL teams ever assembled. Doesn't mean that twenty million over the cap. I I I think I think if you're a guy in that room not named maybe Carey Price, maybe Shea Weber, maybe Corey Perry, like you're sitting there thinking, ah, fuck, it's over. We're done. Well, it is. Like and everybody I, knows, it's over at this point. And I and I know they're gonna come out in the media and they're gonna say that it's it's not, and you're just focused on game four and all that. But it it's it's done. It's done. Well, should Romanov get in tonight? I don't see why not. It baffles me. I heard the stat on uh, Friday night during the game. How? It, wait, they don't even play tonight, do they? No, it's tomorrow night. They they decided to even to the NHL to go day. an entire go go an entire weekend without having a Stanley Cup final game. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? And like like how do you Canada, not have that on Can- Saturday night? Canada Day Fourth of July weekend, no no Stanley Cup final. Ridiculous, absolutely absurd. Anyway, um, why like a guy who played fifty four of the fifty six games this year? Why is he not playing? Like that's kind of ridiculous, don't you think? Like. I just don't understand that. Nope. Not I didn't it. understand that back when we were playing, when it was the Leafs Habs. I don't understand it even more after hearing that he played 54 games this year. Like, I know yeah. I knew he played most of the year, but, like, the whole fucking year. Yeah, no, he, he missed two games the entire year. One was uh, when the Victor Mete thing first started, and Mete's agent came out and said how, like, he wanted to trade or whatever. So immediately the next game, Romanov, Romanov sat for Mete. And then he missed the, I think it was the last game of the season, just for you know shits and giggles because we had already clinched um you know i couldn't i couldn't fucking tell you i could not fucking tell you why he hasn't played dave he played that one game in vegas played pretty good sat petro down like played fucking great don't know why yeah i i'm not uh, fully understanding of that yeah i mean the one thing i did notice with John Liu's uh, tweets about the Canadians' power plays, Gustafson is off the first unit, so maybe that's a sign that he's not playing next game, which would be nice. If Romano was going to get in, but, like... Yeah. Like I said, like it, does, it doesn't matter what happens game four, like, what we do. It's, it's done. 
Like me, me and you could go play for the Canadians and it won't make any difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know who I really feel for in this entire situation is Carey Price. Like yep. after the, um, when I was on Friday watching that game, when Victor Hedman was allowed to just walk down main street and clap one, like through Carey Price, like it three went, minutes, in, three, three minutes into the game. And that wasn't that goal number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watching Carey Price realize that he probably should have made that save, and and like, no, I'm not blaming it on him at all. Like, no. I'm not blaming it on him at all. I'm just like watching him like see that and go, ah, oh, I, I should have had that kind of thing. Then but it's watching like, it's him. Like, but it's like, no, you sh- you you shouldn't have had to have that because you. No, just, I know. You're because you because your your penalty killers just let one of the best defensemen in the league. Walk okay. down Main Street and clap one on you from the yeah. hash marks almost. Like, yeah, no, that's, yeah, <laughs> it's insane. But, like, I I just, like, seeing him in that moment actually yeah. devastated me. Like, yeah. I don't know why it was that moment after watching him, like, because you could tell that he thought he should have had it. And I was like, oh, man. Like, poor Carey fucking Price. Like, he's the only Montreal Canadian I feel bad for. Everybody else can go fuck themselves, if you want the honest truth from my side my point of view but uh, you know what, you know what, if the leafs are in, in the same spot i wouldn't there wouldn't be a single one they could all go fuck themselves so uh carry price he's uh, honestly it's he's the greatest goaltender of our generation i think we can agree on that yeah. and he's just not gonna win a cup and that's that's heartbreaking well not in montreal anyways he's not gonna leave he's too proud yep so yeah, that's I don't I know uh, I know you're you're going through it right now. I know that oh. this has been a tough uh, tough final for you to witness. Yeah, yeah. And um, I I mean I know you you were roasting me, you know, oh you wouldn't last as a Leaf fan being this you know upset with the failure, but like you fucking it's not, wouldn't, man. It's not the failure that gets me, though, Wave. It's, I have no problem with failure. Up until fucking, what, last week, I'd never seen the Canadians win fucking anything. Like, we picked up, like, what, a couple divisional fucking, uh, like, fucking division wins? Like, doesn't matter. Those mean nothing. Up until we won the fucking conference final there, like, I hadn't seen us win shit. So it's not the failure. It's just, it's the how close we got. If we had lost in the first round to Toronto... No pain. It, it would have sucked for a couple days. You would have fucking roasted me on here. I would have had to fucking put up with it at work for a couple days, and then it would have been fine. Whatever. But like that moment when Lackanen scored that goal, there was that there's that moment of oh my god, we can actually win this, and that's what fucking hurts. That's what's fucking killing me right now. Was there was that belief of holy shit, we can do this, and then Tampa is going nah and fucking beating the fuck out of us. See, here's the thing that you are misunderstanding. The reason that you only... It it took until... uh, Lekkanen scored that goal for you to go, wow, we actually have a chance. As a Leaf fan, we believe that we have a chance from day fucking one of the regular season. That's the thing. That's the thing that you wouldn't be able to handle. Because the, the pain that you're feeling right now is something that we feel... On a daily fucking basis. Like, and I'm being dead serious. This isn't a joke. Like, I am being dead serious right now. And 
no, there's no way in hell you would laugh last as a Leafs fan. Because and and this I said to you earlier this week too. The reason that you are so broken up about this right now is because you know, just as I've been saying since you guys beat us in the first round, you should not have and you should not be here. It not hasn't been total shit luck. You guys were playing above your heads, clearly, but it's clearly also cooled off. Carey Price has gone from one of the best save percentages in recent memory to, to, to this point to now having, like, what would be a horrible save percentage for a goaltender in, like, the 70s. Like, he's got, like, an 8-3-something save percentage. That is laughable. Oh, I know. But, again, if you if you look at every goal that's scored in this, in this cup final, literally none of them are his fault. Like, there's I'm, not I'm a, not there's saying a, that. No, no, no. I'm not saying no. they are, but Carey Price gets paid how much money? To stop pucks, know. which he yeah. has done to this point. Stop pucks that he shouldn't be stopping. That's what he gets paid that kind of money for. I know, like, and that's and if if you'd actually watched any of these games, you would know that he's been stopping them. You know, you fucking let Victor Hedman fucking walk in from the blue line down Main Street. Fucking, I don't care who you put in that, they're not stopping that. Fucking, you win a faceoff back to Kucherov, let him walk across the top of the circles and fucking pick the top corner. Nobody's fucking stopping that. I don't, I don't, I don't care how much you pay him. You could pay your goalie your whole 82 million or 80 million in cap, and they're not fucking stopping it. They're just not. So as I've been saying, you know, like I have been saying, the Montreal should not have should not be there. And you know that next year, like I said last week and the week before, you probably are the, the Montreal Canadiens probably aren't even going to make the fucking playoffs next year. Like there is a good chance that the Montreal Canadiens are not going to make the playoffs next year. Okay, but like, so here's the thing is you're so... So you know that there isn't always next year. Just as a Leafs fan, I always say, that's what we always say. There's always next year, right? And we get criticized for it every time we fucking say it, right? Yeah, because it's it's stupid. You don't have that opportunity because you're not that good. But like, here's the thing is, I'm not not worried about next season. I haven't thought about next season yet. I don't care for next season right now because we're still playing. And that's, that's the thing as a Leafs fan is you're so used to after the first round, oh, next year. And you're always focused on next year. Because I'm not worried about next year right now. something to look forward to. Okay. Yeah, because you have no other games to fucking watch because your team's out in the first round. Yeah, but there's some... Like, we understand that. And haha, out in the first round. Haven't heard that one before. Well, but, I, I didn't fucking sit here all year t- like being told how shit the Habs were and how we're not going to win any fucking games and now we're in a cup final. Like, haha. Yeah. But you shouldn't be, and you know that, and that's why okay, you're does absolutely does does given up on this team because there's no hope moving forward. Does it does it matter if we shouldn't be in the Cup final, Eve? Does it matter? Yeah, because now you're going to lose the Stanley Cup final, and there's nothing moving forward. And like you said, you're more heartbroken because you are in the Stanley Cup final than if you would have just lost in the first round. So yes, it does matter. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. You're telling me if the Leafs lost in the fucking Stanley Cup final, it wouldn't hurt more than them losing the first round. I never said that, but I would still have faith that they can come back and do it again next year. You have no faith in that because Montreal isn't that good. No, I have entire faith in that. It's just the fact that we're this like it fucking hurts. You have faith in that. Yeah. You have faith in that. 100%. Okay. Like, hey, I know you're fucking sitting there thinking about fucking Instagram DMs when I'm fucking high as shit and crying my eyes out watching these games. Because, yeah. 
it fucking hurts, Dave. Watching your team lose in the Stanley Cup final, this is the worst pain I have felt in my lifetime. Like, nothing compares to this. This is awful. And it's my job to make it hurt more. I know. I know, Dave. I expect nothing less from you. Trust me. I expect nothing less from you. But, like, yeah, watching, like, okay. Like, I'm going to get real here for a second, Ave. There are very few things in this life that I, like, love with my heart. Like, there are very few. And the Montreal Canadiens are, like, were the first. They were my first love. Like, I love them so much. And to see them this close. And, like, I don't care if we were, if we lost every game 10 nothing or one nothing. The fact that we're going to lose this cup final, I don't care how we do it. You know what I mean? It fucking hurts. Like, it is... This is everything I've dreamt of for fucking nearly 25 years. And, like, right at the fucking, like, the last threads. Just being ripped apart. So, yes, it fucking hurts. Yeah, and there's... It's, a, it's an awful fucking pain. And it's, yeah. it's worse because there's nothing I can do about it. Literally. I, it doesn't matter what I do. I can wear the same fucking lucky outfit I've been wearing for the whole playoffs. I could wear my fucking whatever jersey. It do, Nothing I can do changes it. And that hurts. Like, a lot. Like, I might never see a Stanley Cup final in my lifetime again, because that's just the way this sport works, right? Think, there it think, is. No, th- think, think, of, there think, it is. Of, think of the great teams that have went to Cup finals and lost and never been back. The Predators back in 2016, I think it was. The Sharks in 17. Those were great teams that only got one Cup final. And that's it. They didn't win them. That's it. They might not ever get another one. Like you can you look at me right now and say you think the San Jose, San Jose Sharks are going to make a Cup final in the next fifteen twenty years? Absolutely, hell no. But that's that, that has that that has nothing to do that that's bad management, and that's horrible horrible contracts. That is what that's going to do but that if, to if them. You, if if you, if you go if you go back to that season and if you told those those fans like, hey, do you think you're going to make a Cup final next year? They're like, yeah, fuck, of course we, you know. But like that, like, like that's it. It's just gone. They're just, they're done. They're not seeing one for ever, maybe. And like that. Well, that's, and it's worth talking about. Like, remember, the series isn't over, but it, we're it treating is. it like it is. Okay. But moving forward, like, what 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 are you guys gonna do on the back end? I mean, I would like to see us go after one of the free agent defensemen that are coming up, hopefully. Hopefully. Because, like, again, your top four isn't that good, and they're old. Our top four is very good and old. Thank you. They're not that good. They're pretty fucking good. They're just not. They're they're pretty fucking good. No. They they, they kind of are. They're kind of very good. No. They've They've been playing really well, but they aren't that good. But is that it's a team sport, Dave? Oh, they've like, been playing like, well like, up until three games ago, and like, now like they're showing me, their true colors. Like me, me and you have said, we could assemble a team of fucking Zach Hyman's and Brendan Gallagher's, and they'd be the best team in the fucking league. Because it doesn't matter about the individuals; it's it's about the fucking the team effort. Yeah, and the the past four games they're showing, or three games, sorry, they're 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 really showing their true colors. See, I really don't think three games compared to an entire season shows the true colors. Eh. Okay, you want to talk about the 57% of games you lost in the season? Because that was true colors as well. 
And that was also with Shea Weber missing nearly half the games, Jeff Petrie playing on a fucking broken hand for like a bunch of games. And with again, with our backup goalie playing more games than our number one. Like there's there's more to it than that. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. Well, man, I if think, we, if, I if, think if, those, right. I think your top four, like playing right, so really look. good for fucking three straight series. I think they were playing shutdown hockey, exactly what they needed to do, and I think that they ran out of gas. I, I think that's what happened. I, I don't doubt that as part of it at all. But I don't know, just, just to, th- to throw away fucking all of that and be like, oh no, they're fucking dog shit. Like I feel like that's wrong. Like that's just. Like, can you imagine, like, just taking, like, all the good work Tampa's done? If, if they, let's just say they blow this, you know, in the one in 14 million fucking scenarios, they blow this. Nobody's going to sit there and go, oh, fucking Hedman's dog shit and Sergeyev's dog shit and McDonough's dog shit and Vasilevsky's dog shit. Like, yeah, but that's because they're not. Like, th- th- that's because Tampa won a hell of a lot of games this year. That's because Tampa won the Stanley Cup last year. That's because Victor Hedman was a Norris Trophy candidate. That's because, like, Mikhail Sergachev eats more minutes than Victor fucking Hedman. Like, I just No, I just, I just think to, to lose four games and just have an entire fucking season's worth of work, just like, oh, no, they're fucking done. Like, they're dog shit. Like, that's just... It's not an entire season's worth of work. It's three series worth of work. Still. Are you, are you going to try and tell they me... They played that's above least, their heads for three series. Are you, you going to try and tell me... Saying. Yeah. I don't think that was above their heads. I think that was the level that they are at. No, clearly not. Clearly not. You like, no, I think that is the level that they are at is they are fucking those guys, especially like Weber fucking and Petrie and Edmondson. Schrott's had a, a, a tough time, but like those three for sure are fucking like top end shutdown defensemen. Well, they're only going to get worse because they're only going to get older. So back to the original question. What do you guys do moving forward on that back end? Um, I'm trying to figure out Cat Friendly's fucking search thing here. Oh, here we go. Because there's some fucking, there's some good defensemen coming up as free agents that I would like to see the Habs maybe go for. Obviously, the big one's Dougie Hamilton. That would be, yeah, he's you know. going to Toronto, so good luck with that. Yeah, okay. Why not? Yeah, because what are you going to pay him? Fucking $6? Dude, we're operating. We have like 12 million cap space right now. Okay, we need to get a backup need... goalie. We need a forward and we need a defenseman. Yeah, I no way. Okay. His, his cap hit right now on his last deal was 575. Or 5.75, sorry. So he's going up. He's also a Toronto boy. So? He said he wants to come back to Toronto. He he said that. He said he, he wants to come to Toronto. Yes. Oh, oh I missed that. Like I, he said, he he would be very open to it. I believe is 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 the terminology that was that was used. Uh, also, Morgan Riley has stated that he will take less money to sign back in Toronto on his next deal. When's his deal up? End of next. End of next. What's he on now? Uh, five. Not terrible. Not terrible. And if he can stay right around there, love to have him at that 
maybe even a little less, maybe coming at like a four or five. Yeah, that would that would be fucking awesome. Because do you know who we have locked up for another four years too? And I always forget about it. It makes me so happy. TJ fucking Brody. Yeah, yeah, we do. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to uh, let's. I'm gonna move into free agency because this is getting a little depressing. Yeah, er, 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 tell me about it, Dave. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about some recent signings. Uh. Let's talk about Joel Erickson Eck absolutely cashing in. But he's had he had like a really good season, did he not? I believe he put up thirty points. But was he not like in a was he not a, like a top three in the Selkie? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what he does. Like that's his thing. Oh yeah, that, yeah. There's a large debate going on on hockey Twitter right now. I don't know if you've been following it. Uh, define one C. It's it's entire it's just entirely dependent on your team. Define no. Define the term one C. Okay, so if. If I'm Can it be defined as the top 32 centers in the NHL? No, because if a team, song to use Toronto's example, you have Matthews and Tavares. So, like... They're both 1Cs, right? We can agree yeah, on that? They, they, they're, they are both 1Cs, but... So, the top 30... Like, it's not one center from each team, you know what I mean? Like... Um, yeah. Um, and I think... I mean, I think the Canadians have one and a half uh, 1Cs. And Dino and Suzuki. So the way this is part of part of the argument that uh, I read last night, somebody was I forget who it was making this argument, but they were basically saying you either have to be like r- like really good at both defensive and offensive play because just based on the amount of minutes that you're going to be playing yeah. on the ice, you have to be either like or exceptional like top five in the league. At one either of offense or defense. Yeah. 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 No. Th- you know that that is that is kind of how I was thinking because like so our our number one seed is Phil Deneau. And like like on like try and name like five or six better defensive centermen in the league. Like who like who do you want to fucking shut down Austin Matthews and Blake Wheeler and Kyle Connor and Mark Stone and Max Patrick? Like, who do you want doing that? Like Phil Deneau. Hey, great point for that matter, man. He hasn't had that that loud of a series. Exactly. Like that's that's just what he does, and this is getting a little uh, looking a little ahead of uh, what we got coming next summer. But like Phil Deneau's played his way onto my Olympic team. No. Not yet. Not yet. No, just this Come fourth line. Like imagine having two of these three guys in your fourth line. You go fucking like Ryan O'Reilly and Phil Deneau as your fourth shutdown line, and then throw whoever the fuck you want on that wing. But like Bergeron. Well, I've got him. Well, first runs on the one line, on top line with fucking Crosby and uh, Marchand. Like, that's just. Yeah, I guess you want him eating a lot of those minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I fully have Phil Deneau making an Olympic team. Okay. Because he, so, he Yeah, anyways, back to the, the 1C debate. Back to, so, Joel Erickson Eck, they've obviously decided is their 1C. Yeah. They're paying him 5.25, I believe, is the contract he signed. Yeah, yeah. 5.25. Over, like that's that's not terrible. Over eight years, they got him locked up. But they paid 5.25 for a 30-point guy. Like, yes, he's absolutely shut down. But, like, are, would you be okay with the Hobbs going and paying Phil Deneau 5.25 right now? 
I'm pretty sure we offered him a five by five in the off season that he declined. And like, yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair ish value. Like, I don't, I don't think the Habs would be getting fleeced with that. If, 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 if this is what we offered to know, if to signed 5.25 by eight, I think that's, that's pretty fair value. I think that's like, it's not, we're not getting totally fleeced, but we're also not getting a total steal. I think it's just, that is just good value for money. I don't know. I feel like that you just simply need more production out of that money for goal scoring. Like, I just, I feel like you would rather, like, I understand you need that defensive role, like, obviously, right? But yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can, like, offense is more expensive, right? So I feel like you want to pay higher end for offense and you can fill out those defensive areas that you need but working I, I, with with a little bit less money. I also think that a guy like that, like a fucking phenomenal defensive centerman is a lot more rare than an offensive centerman you know what i mean yeah it's so just, like, it depends on how i how how high end that offensive centerman is that you're speaking about right yeah. like if it's austin matthews that's one thing right if like, it's fucking like who, who's who, a, who, i don't know who i'll say who are you gonna go get as an offensive centerman for that kind of same money who are you gonna go pick up that, that's yeah i guess you got a point there like yeah you're not like, gonna I, get like yeah. Well, even Jack Eichel is only on like a nine million dollar contract, man. Yeah. Also, like, he's, and Jack he's Eichel's definitely, like, definitely going to Seattle. That's up for discussion too. <laughs> Leafs Nation wants them to trade Marner for him, and I don't know where the hell they think they're going to put all these centermen. Like, what? Yeah. Where are we going to put Jack Eichel? Three C? Like, are you insane? <laughs> Am I wrong? I. I Man, Leafs fans are on another fucking planet when it comes to, like, trade rumors. Like, what, are you going to throw them in the wing? Like, (laughs) I don't understand what the the thought process is behind that request. I don't, I don't follow. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so back to Joel Erickson Eck. Uh, They got in, that was an eight-year deal, too. And what I found interesting about that is that he got exactly $125,000 more than Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who signed his deal earlier in the week, signed for the same amount of time, but got less money. And I just think that's hilarious because, oh, okay. So last year, the Nuge was only a 35 point guy. The year before, though, he was a 61, and the year before that, he was a 69-point guy. I guess I don't um, watch enough Edmonton Oilers hockey. What what I will say is I would much rather sign... Uh, like I like that the Erickson Eck deal way better than the Nugent Hopkins deal. So I just think Erickson Eck is far better. Well, I think that this goes back to that debate that we were having on offensive offensive like centerman versus a and he's not is the new just centerman or is he a winger he's a centerman i don't i don't i don't i don't know if they if he actually plays at center but i'm he's a centerman so there you go like i don't know if i would rather like the nuge let's say next year he'll probably throw up 50 points call it you think next year he'll throw up 50 points so would I rather have that extra 20 points throughout the year or would I rather have that 
really strong defensive guys. So now how old are they too? So I, I also think it depends if I'm the Edmonton Oilers and I've got Connor McDavid, I can fucking give up 20 points for a fucking solid defensive centerman. I don't know though, man, because like, that's something that that's like one of Edmonton's biggest issues is the fact that they don't have any secondary scoring behind Dreisaitl and McDavid. That's it. True. But they also don't have any, like, I don't think their defensive game is fucking awful too. Well, that's going to be, that's something that I think, I I don't know about that because isn't Dreisaitl like highly regarded as a, as a highly, like high, highly skilled defensive, uh, defensive forward. Sorry. So when the Selkie voting came out, uh, and like people had him like pretty high on there, like he kind of got ripped. And I'm not a big advanced analytics guy, and I don't entirely understand all of it. But a lot of people were saying that he has no business being in there. That it's really? entirely just it's like an, it's almost just like a narrative, like that he's just this really good defensive centerman, defensive forward, that just and his numbers just don't back it up. So, I, but I'm not a big advanced stat guy, so I can't, I can't like say for sure. But like. That's just what I've heard from a lot of, a lot of like, decently reputable people. Yeah. So, anyways, I just want to quick go on the the Deneau contract here. So he is on, uh, three point zero eight mil that expires this year, and like his last few seasons for points, uh, fifty three, forty seven, and then twenty four this year. Okay, so he had a weak year this year, but he's a fifty yeah. point guy too. Yeah. Okay, well, then maybe, yeah, that would be worth it. I would say you would want to give that to him, but I don't know if Eric Sinek is the guy, especially running one C-man, I, I feel like you need goal scoring there. You just need goal scoring. See, like, I, I don't, because I look at Phil Deneau and the Canadians, where our one C isn't our goal scoring, a goal scoring guy. Like, Yeah, but it's hurting you now, right? Like, the like. And I'm sure Suzuki and Caulfield will develop into that that role. Ave, put it this way: it wasn't hurting us a week ago. We ran into Tampa, and now it's hurting us. So I don't I don't think it's a thing. I think I believe, I mean, if I'm not mistaking, the stat is William Nylander still is tied in goals with your highest goal scorer. Congrats! Like I've Ave, we've talked about this a fucking. If this is episode 26, we've talked about it 26 times. The Canadians score by committee. That's that's the whole. That is how we built our team. Was everyone's gonna chip in? That's not a recipe for success, I don't think. But I mean, look how close we got us to a Stanley Cup compared to your. We're gonna pay half our cap to four guys and pray that they score enough goals to win us games. You really gonna say that we pray more for Austin Matthews to score than you do for fucking Tyler Toffoli? Are you curious? Are you serious? Like, come on. It was an absolute fluke that Austin Matthews didn't score. We don't pray for shit. We know what's going to happen. It, it, it just it was didn't not a, it, it was not a fluke. Phil Deneau put him in his back pocket. It would be absolutely ridiculous to say that it to say that you expected Austin Matthews to only have one goal in that series. You would be ridiculous. You, you I didn't. Would be I didn't. I didn't. Ex- mad, mad out I of your did, ass if you were to say something did, like that. Did not expect it. But I'm not surprised by it. I'm not surprised Phil Deneau shut him the fuck down. Not at all. Mm. I'm not even going to say I was like pleasantly surprised. Like, no, like Phil Deneau has that capability. He can do that. And he did it. Yeah, we've talked about this. I, I understand what you're saying. But like other teams have guys like Phil Deneau too. Like right now you're seeing it. 
against Tampa, right? And uh, I'm what? sorry, like the, you know, their 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 centermen are a lot more offensive minded than yeah. Phil. No, I'm not talking centermen though. Like I'm talking even just their third line, like that Barkley Goudreau line, that Yanni Gord line. Yeah, really has been spectacular. And he he is is he not a centerman, Gord? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, me either. I don't really. He kind of came out of nowhere too. That fucking guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he is a centerman. So I he's been pretty. Man, he's on a five five point one too. Jesus. Yeah. Because that's cause that's what you pay that kind of guy. My. I mean, goodness. I'm 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 looking at his points for the last four years. It was sixty four, forty eight, thirty, and thirty six. Not including yeah. playoffs. Jesus. Yeah. But again, you know, if we had an extra 20 million cap space, we could pick up a guy like this too. But, you know, we don't. Yeah. No, that's that's the beauty of fucking being 20 mil overs. Yeah, you can fucking sign your third line centerman to a five-year deal or a five-mil deal. No problem. <coughs> yep. Okay, um, so I want to talk about a couple of Leaf signings. Um, first one is uh, Wayne. Well, I, never mind. I only want to talk about one. We already talked about Jason Spezza. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Simmons, man, back on a two-year, uh, 900k a year AAV. Yeah. Anything, um, uh, anything sub one mil was good for him. Can't. Oh. You can't. You can't argue with it. Spectacular. I, I'm that that keeps him there until he's 34. So he's not even. Not not too old. He's yeah. He's he's old, but he's not old. Yeah. So we're. Uh, I think I'm happy with that. I think I'm really happy with that. And I swear to God, if they sign Joe Thornton to a contract, I'm done. He is not allowed to play for us this year. He was so fucking bad all year. Yeah. And I just I I'm scared that it's gonna come out and I'm just gonna throw up everywhere. Um, expansion draft. Yep, that is coming up. When is the expansion draft? It is the 21st. So our preview show will be the 18th. Okay. So not, not um, next week, but the week after. Yeah, we're going to have to do some research on that. I'm I'm pretty, pretty sure I'm clear on what's going to happen with Toronto. We're either going to trade Dermot beforehand or they're going to take him. It's sounding like. Yeah. Either that or Kerfoot is gone. I mean, I think he's almost gone regardless. I don't think so. Why? Oh, I'm not thinking. Uh, I'm thinking Hyman, not Kerfoot. Sorry, that's my yeah. bad. Hyman's out. Hyman's out. I, yeah. I've come to that conclusion. He's gonna want like that five mil, but I don't know if he can get it. He's a winger. He's not a centerman. So that's. I mean, that's like, look, gonna hurt him definitely. It is, but I also think that he's he's a very good player, and I'm sure he can find a shit team with a lot of money to fucking pay him five mil. You don't want to know where he's going to end up. I'm Buffalo. calling it right now. Edmonton. Yeah, they'll, oh, they'll pay him five mil. No problem. And that he's exactly what they're looking for. So I know yep. they'll overpay for him. Yep. Rip Zach Hyman. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen with the Canadians. It's going to be one of Lekkonen, Byron, Armia, or not Armia, uh, Lekkonen, Byron, Evans, or Jake Allen that goes. I don't know if we'll make trades around those, but those are the four guys that like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, 
We've made it. How far are we in here? We've made it like what? Like 40 minutes. Is, uh... (laughs) Is there anything else you would like to add, Gatano? I know that you're uh, you're going through it. You, you're not so confident in the Habs in Game 4 here or the rest of the series, if there is any more games. I, I oh, get so that. G- g- game 4 is the rest of the series, Ave. And like, look, it's got nothing to do with the Habs. Any team down 3-0 to this Tampa team, you're fucked. You're done. It's over. Um, game over, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take this time to apologize for next week because next week's not going to be a great week for me. That's going to be a miserable one. Yeah, we'll see if maybe we can get uh, some special guests on here and uh Yeah, we we, we, know, we might we might I might need some help. <laughs> lighten the mood. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hate to say I fucking told you so, but Yeah. Well fuck you. Bye. Bye.